This podcast is brought to you by Ending HIV. Do you think you might be at risk of acquiring HIV? Are you worried? Wondering what sexual activities might be considered risky when it comes to HIV? Ending HIV have an exposure calculator that can help you figure out if you are at risk and the next steps you need to take. Head to endinghiv.org.nz slash exposed. Did you know that you can take PEP, aka post-exposure prophylaxis, up to 72 hours after potential HIV exposure to stop the acquisition of HIV? You'll need to get to an emergency room to access PEP. Go to endinghiv.org.nz slash PEP for more info. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. Welcome to Drag Race Down Under, brought to you by Ending HIV, a weekly kick-ons recap. This week, we're joined by extra special co-host, Felicity Frocaccino. Oh, am I Rue? No. Are you Michelle? No. Are we about to act like we are? Duh! The night is young, no we're not done Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-offs You're welcome Welcome back to Drag Race Down Under Uh, Rattle your dags Up the guts, right up the nose. What was it? I don't, I can't remember. Wait, do we write it down? Yeah, I wrote it down. Drive it up the guts. Drive it up the guts. We are back for another (laughs) week of recapping Drag Race Down Under. And we are brought to you by Ending HIV. Thank you, Ending HIV. Ellie. We are not alone today. We are joined by the fabulous Felicity Frocaccino. Yeah, so back into it. Gorgeous to have you back. Thank you so much. Should we just get straight into it? We see from last week, Electra won the challenge. Maxie had her iconic microphone lip sync moment. And etc. etc. was eliminated from the competition. The queens walk back into the workroom. Maxi has eliminated etc. and says that etc. is the future of drag. Mm. And Karen says the future of the human race. And Maxi commented on it being kind of interesting and funny that she was the oldest queen and had eliminated the youngest, the queen. youngest queen. Which is cool. Great story. Great for like. <laughs> representation's not the right word, but, you know, just to have someone kind of. proudly older. Yeah. Because, you know. We live in an age of society. We do. Yeah. We do. I How was it in Sydney um, watching it, uh, et cetera get eliminated? I mean, it was sad to see et cetera go, but at the same time, it's like, it. I, I hope that this that lip sync taught the young queens that you don't have to keep doing death drops and splits to win a lip sync mm. and that you can just be camp drag and just be fabulous and just and entertain people without having to drop, you know, drop your guts on the floor. Drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so good. I think it's good. It, it okay, so- show people that, 
um, age isn't a boundary. Totally. Yeah. You kind of just sounded like Maxie then. Oh, <laughs> dropping your guts. No. <laughs> so karen is saying that she is getting frustrated she hasn't won anything since the first week um how do you think how are you feeling about karen's journey in this competition because she was the queen coming in with the well one of the biggest followings and really recognizable and it does feel a bit like she's got a lot to live up to that she maybe isn't yeah i love karen i I mean I, I don't have a bad thing or any judgment to say to her because I can see her trajectory is quite consistent and I think that's a good thing mm. for a competition is to stay quite consistent. Um, she's neither good nor bad, so that's great. Um, yeah, Karen, I'm going to do a little backstory now. Karen was one of the first queens <gasps> yes. in Melbourne to book me for a gig Um Way back in, I think 2015, I think it was. She had, a, she hosted a night called Nancy, and um, yeah, she booked me, and I did one of my cut, cut copy, paste shows, which are, is, are shows that have um, dialogue put into them, and um, yeah, it went off. Yeah, it's great, and I've loved her ever since. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Karen. Yeah, thanks, that's Karen. amazing. Thanks, Karen, for booking me, and keeping me alive and well and fed. so then we see electra like really wanting to send scarlet home she says that she will give it her all and that was so interesting this rivalry like maybe we are really building up to next week electra versus scarlet maybe it just seemed weird that she was so insistent on being in the bottom with scarlet so that she could see scarlet home it's like that's not the game honey (laughs) Yeah. Right? Shouldn't you be striving for the top? <laughs> yeah. It must was, be hard. Yeah, that was bizarre. It must be hard, though, because she's the bottom. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Electra, like, when they was just all sitting around chatting, I was just like, wow, Electra's makeup did look so good in that crow. No, what was it? Oh, yeah. And... Uh, the outfit that she was wearing anyway, the like oranges and the blacks. From last week or this week? From last week, like (laughs) right at the top of the episode. Oh, yes, yeah. Who we? No? Who we are? I'm really... Yeah, she was a bird. Yeah. Who we are? So good. Who we are? God, oh, my God. He runs at home and is like yelling at me right now, which, fair enough. Okay, so... They run. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's a new day. And I also have to say, I think these queens are the best at doing that silly, like, running into the workroom bit. I think that's fun. Yeah, it's pretty camp. I wonder how many times they have to do it. Yeah, I wonder too. I think maybe twice, like the runway. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Imagine I just everything just twice. I know. Everything. I know. God. I mean, I can't, confirm or deny, I can't confirm or deny. I can't confirm or deny because I've not been on the television show, so I don't know. And I'd probably be breaking <laughs> NDA if I asked them. But look, if it's twice, it's twice. 
But it may or may not be twice. <laughs> but it may or may not be. Can't confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> so then up on the screen pop Auntie Donna. Uh, who I'd never heard of before. That feels like straight culture. But Scarlett was so excited to see them. Yeah. Or she was acting so excited to see them. I think Auntie Donna are Perth-based. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. They're a musical They're a musical group. Uh, are they? Or comedians? Both. Same shit, different smell. and they're making lots of jokes about drag racing drag racing car racing which was like funny it was funny I was like if I if we knew who they were I think it would have been even funnier yeah (laughs) I um okay so look this is what I know about Auntie Donna Auntie Donna exploded onto the Melbourne comedy scene in 2012 <laughs> with a unique brand of surreal, fast-paced, alternative so that, um, and, and you can actually see the bio at auntiedonna.com. That's auntiedonna.com. <laughs> Auntiedonna.com. We love to see it. Thank you for that. And they have listening um, for any website readings. They they have a a Netflix original series called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. That again is at auntiedonna.com. (laughs) Auntiedonna.com. I love Auntie Donna is like a a phrase, you know, like yeah. you just kind of picture Auntie Donna, right? Yeah, Auntie. Everyone's got an Auntie Donna. Yeah, yeah. So and I love good. it. Three so guys. We get into three guys. I love it. Three, just three random guys that are called Auntie yeah. Donna. It's very Australian, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? So Australian, yeah. White men, right? So <laughs> we get into the mini challenge. <laughs> And the mini challenge is watch your packing down under. And this is when we see the full pit crew for the first time. How yeah, do we all feel about that? Amazing to see. There's some familiar faces in there. I was, um, I was kind of confused because I was like, have I, have I had relations with you at one stage? And then I thought, oh, maybe not. <laughs> the queens are horny. Yeah. yeah, they would be at this time, well, they, this time as well. You know. Especially after weeks two out. weeks in quarantine. Yeah. And I mean, Art. Art has had a great time. She's 10 years, you know, she's practically a virgin again. So she's been, re- <laughs> she's really hangry for it. Hangry really for a sausage. For he talks about being single quite often. I'm like, is this a, a thing that she just like, Talks like the curse of Art Simone being single. Maybe. Like a bit. I think think I think it's kind of like NZ dating. She's trying to advertise for it. So they know. Oh, she's single. Okay. Well, she's available. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, better to be proud of it than like deeply upset. Yeah. Who here is proudly single? I'm proudly single. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jason Parker and I'm proudly single. (laughs) Proudly single, put it in your bio. 
<laughs> so the Aren't Queen's gonna, had to try and <laughs> it's so good. So the Queen's had to try and guess what animal the pit crew have in their underwear, which was I loved how much Rue was loving this. <laughs> Rue was Dying. Maybe she was stoned because yeah. I was like, this isn't that funny. The way that they'd sewed the um, little soft toys onto the underwear was very clever. It was. As a seamstress, Felicity, what did you think of that work? <laughs> uh, it was flawless. Um, I was very impressed. <laughs> and, um, it's not hard to sew soft toys onto undies like that, especially when they're just ripped open, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favourite um, New Zealand or Australian animal, Felicity? Well, none of them have a kiriru or a piwakawaka, so I can't, I can't talk about it because I'm really sad that our native birds weren't used. But yeah. it, would, it would have been blasphemous to have a piwakawaka coming out of the penis. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but it would have been. It would have looked fabulous. Ta-da! There wasn't even a kiwi. No. <laughs> there wasn't even a kiwi, no. There, there was a sheep and that was it. Yeah, another thing that was like. Made me miss Anita. Yeah. No. Oh, that would have been such a good opportunity to bring Anita back for a second. Just mm. pop Popping out of, out of the pants. Out of the pants. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So Maxie wins the mini challenge, which was yeah. great and means that she gets to choose who goes with who in the Maxie challenge, which we then get introduced to the Falcons, who are the New Zealand gay rugby team, and they are amazing. They, they are, are amazing. so good. Where did you get those done? Whoa, that's such a <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Friday. Oh, I'd never noticed. Okay, <laughs> the Falcons. <laughs> I've never even heard of a New Zealand gay rugby team, but when I, we lived in Sydney, there was def, the, the Sydney gay rugby team was a huge deal. They were always at Stonewall Bar. They the, were. Was it the Stingers? Were we? The Convicts. I could not the tell convicts. you. The Convicts. The Convicts. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah. That actually, <laughs> the convicts is a team that Maxi used to be like their mascot for. So that's kind of like oh, that's cool. yeah, fun that they're using a gay New Zealand team, in which I've I know yeah. no one in that team, and I don't know anyone in that team at all. So very, um, it's nice to know that there's a fal- there's the there's a gay rugby team in New Zealand. I didn't even know. Well, yeah. It- Made me be like, oh, maybe I should invite my dad to a gay rugby match. <laughs> we can get to know each other. <laughs> and you get oh to my know god! How to watch rugby? Rugby's so yeah, weird. Yeah, I think like, that's the hard part. Rugby's also very homoerotic. Don't you know? Don't you realize? Don't you think? Mm. Like, yeah. Big old burly men passing a ball around and, and um, tackling each other. It's very homoerotic. It is. Are there terms that, oh, yeah, what? straight up, run it up the guts. <laughs> homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So we meet the players who are so gorgeous. 
Um, and Maxie assigns the partners and she does a pretty fair job. I think so. And she chose yeah, like her she's partner great. looks exactly like her. Legit. I think she did a really good job at pairing everyone up. She did do a good job. So, um, would you, Felicity, would you be mean in this challenge if you were the winner and got to assign the teams? Um, yes. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think I would be as fair as I could be. I mean, it's very hard getting a client, especially if you're going to do makeup on them and, and they have um, a beard or that all their skin's a little bit rougher. It's yeah. I think, I think what Maxie did was a really fair and um, it was advan- advantageous for everyone. You know, mm, everyone was similar yeah. sized. Everyone that was picked was very similar sized and, and easier to, uh, easier to, get on with each other. I don't know if, what I'm saying, but um, I was really, no. I was really sad that I couldn't be there to, um, to, <laughs> <laughs> to join in. Join in. I know. I feel really like left. Yeah. Out. Thanks production. Really appreciate it. Well, you should have joined the rugby team. I could have, but I, sh- I didn't. So I don't know what even how to play rugby. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Neither do I. I've been on the rugby podcast. Yeah. Called a pitch. I've been on the rugby pitch or the field. Field, field. That's a field. Okay. <laughs> That's how well I know sports. <laughs> oh. I wonder who they play. Like if they the just Gormets. play. Oh, so we just, our gay rugby team plays other gay rugby teams. Is that the point? Yeah, I think oh, it's a gay rugby league. league. Uh, okay. Yeah. So cool. imagine if they played the All Blacks. That'd be huge. It would be amazing. Big sweat. With pride. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the All Blacks would do it for some reason. Homophobia? Yeah. No, that's <laughs> not the All aren't homophobic, are they? I no. don't know. No. I think Dan Carter loves me. <laughs> Dan Carter loves me, especially when he's looking over me every night. I was just thinking about the Tim Tam ads, but that wasn't him. That was Carlos Spencer, he, and I'm showing my lo- age. He loves me too. Yeah. yeah. Carlos okay, Spencer. Okay, train I'm back pretty, on the track. I'm pretty sure oh. Carlos Spencer was from Paraparaumu, but anyway. Oh, that would make sense. Hometown hero. One yeah. of them. One of them is. One of them. Old one. I, we need a gay all black. We need a, an out all black, I just think. I, I love that you change it from we need a gay all black to we need an out all black, yeah, because you know somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Love that. Electra says that she, she doesn't think Kita and Carl are a good match, which was what? Maybe that, that was bizarre. Um, Sometimes with Electra, I'm like, she's just saying shit. Yeah, probably. But, but you would, because then you get more camera time. Production, it's production. <laughs> it's production. It is. So none of the rugby players have done drag before. Some of them have walked in heels, like maybe one. That's a bald face um, lie. They've done drag before. <laughs> I know. Some of them walk better than, in heels than I do. <laughs> and I've been doing drag yeah, for 16 um, years. 
<laughs> You'll get it. Don't well, worry. One day. One day. <laughs> oh, is that the AirPods? Yeah, they're fine. Oh, okay. So Maxie's <laughs> twin. Um, Maxie's twin. Trust her. <laughs> oh my god, Maxie's twin. <laughs> <laughs> These are my notes. They're really bad. I, t- I warned her in advance that the notes were not good. Um. So Maxie's partner is trusts her and is willing to shave his beard. He's had the beard for 12 years and associates sort of his identity in the gay world with his beard and being a bit of a bear. And that was really interesting and, like, good on him for, like, just going with it and trusting Maxie and shaving it eventually. Yeah. I mean, it must be hard really, really like, cool. have a beard for so long without marrying him. Just must be so hard. <laughs> it's a terrible joke. Are you talking? <laughs> no, I thought it was so the queens are trying to teach the players to walk in heels. What would your advice be, Felicity, for someone, like if you were trying to teach my dad to walk in heels, what would you tell him? Um, toe heel, toe heel, because heel toe <laughs> makes you fall over. And just try and walk. Mm. Just walk. Walk. I said walk, not run. <laughs> Yeah, some of them were running. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, <laughs> are you, like why are you running for? I know. <laughs> that bit where Art was like, just walk like a woman. And then the rugby player's like idea of what a woman walked like was like leaning back. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> I, love that, I love that. So baby drag, I love that a lot of baby queens walk with their knees first. It's very odd. Like they're like, Deer in like walking, like they look like Bambi, yeah. baby Bambis walking. Yeah. Like, okay, don't walk with your knees, walk with your ankles. Yeah, that's totally true. And toe heel. This is when we learned that toe heel, mm. toe heel. I'm gonna try. You hear that, Kevin? That's Steph's dad's name. Toe heel, <laughs> toe heel, toe heel. So this is when we learned that two of them are actually partners and that they're, like, excited to be there together and it was really cute eventually in the end when they were talking about how proud they were. I but know. I want a spin-off of that relationship. Yeah, yeah. Reality show. Yeah. Dating on the rugby field. Yeah. Yeah, that's a spin-off <laughs> show. Love that. Are we allowed to no. spin-off? No. I love that I'll watch that. TV. <laughs> Okay, so Art and Scarlett are both making new outfits for their queens. Um, And everyone else has sort of bought things that they would put their partners in. And the point is to have a drag family resemblance. Um, It seems like a big undertaking to make something for from scratch or, you know, tie some pieces of of fabric together. I mean, they've only got like, what? four hours is it because they do the same challenge the same day so i think they've only got something like four hours to be able to construct and make a garment for a person and put them in drag like that's a lot of work yeah and get them to come out of their shell and feel comfortable mm. in drag as well it is a lot of yeah work. 
It's a lot of work for one day. Yeah. It is. Do you what would your drag family resemblance look? What would that be the key points? The eyes? The eyes, the lips, and the hair. Yeah. Like always. Mocachino, big Molly Mocachino. <laughs> no, I would do <laughs> um <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I'll do. We're um, just laughing. It'd be Felicity Frock, right? Felicity Frocchino and Felicia Frocchino. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Molly (laughs) Mocchino. The fuck is Molly Mocchino? I like Molly. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's good. Cousins. Yeah. Very closely related. (laughs) No, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have a drag daughter, so that's really family resemblance. <laughs> family resemblance for me would be family would be a cat. That's it. No. Oh, <laughs> that'd be great. Okay, so this is when we get our favorite saying of all time: "Drive it up the guts," uh, and no one knows what it means. I think it means run fast up the middle of the pitch. Doesn't this mean go hard, go (laughs) fast, go hard, or go home? (laughs) (laughs) All of the yes. Yeah, yeah. We really should have. We should have got a rugby expert on for this episode. We had no idea. (laughs) Well, thanks so much. I really appreciate that you've used me. Someone who. (laughs) Someone who. Someone who really mean who really does know their physical activity, who really understands it. Yep, so thank you. <laughs> Honestly, our local rugby, gay rugby expert, yeah. Felicity <laughs> Mocchino. Molly Mocchino was busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's good. Okay, so we see Maxie shave her drag daughter's beard. And Art is monobrow shaming her partner. I know, that was so rude. (laughs) It was rude. It wasn't his fault. He might like that vibe. I mean, we all want one eyebrow, right? So maybe she should have just drawn it on to herself. But anyway. Oh, Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this is when we we got... um, a really interesting insight into all the queens talking to their partners. Um, and we learned that Electra sort of had issues with embracing her feminine side and she's speaking to her partner about that too, um, mm. which was really interesting. And it was quite interesting because we last night had been talking to a friend about a similar thing because at drama school, basically the boys were told to be... Lower your voice. Lower your voice. Be more masculine. Yeah, no limp rest. Oh. And be someone different. Otherwise, you'll never get any work. And yeah. Look at me now. Never been on a stage. <laughs> <laughs> and look at me now. Full time drag queen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Full time rugby player. Yeah, full time. Yeah, so that was interesting. Full time farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes pain in the ass. 
<laughs> so that was a great conversation. And then Art thinks that Kida has kind of been coasting and needs to step it up. But I actually feel that Kida is playing the perfect game. She's peaking yeah. in the third quarter. She's... Oh. That's a rugby term, isn't and maybe, it? Yeah, it is. It is. Wow. Official rugby term. Rugby correspondent. <laughs> um, yeah, I think maybe even, like, as much as I hated seeing Anita go, maybe Anita needed to go for Kita to thrive. shine a bit more. Mm. Well, I mean, agree? I, I mean... <laughs> Kita, Kita needed to come out of her shell a bit more than she did, and she has, and she's amazing. She is. She is, I think, real gorgeous episode for her, and one to watch, truly watch. She, her aesthetic is strong. She knows who she is. Yeah. She um, is high-quality caliber drag, yeah. and she's more than just a camp. As well, this is what I expected from her, and this is what she delivered. And I'm very proud of my sister. Very, very proud. Oh, cute. And Kita had a really lovely moment with her um, partner saying that she really wants to prove herself. Um, and Carl, her partner, said, Manaki Tanga, really cared for by Kita, which was so, so gorgeous. Yeah. And it was just such a nice moment. It's beautiful. It's um, I think she also has a very beautiful wairua. And, like, just really gorgeous as well, hearing more Tereo on the show. This is when we see Art really just, well, the queens are accusing her of forgetting about her partner. Um... It did seem like the the brows were drying for a really long time. I don't know how long it takes for brows okay. to dry. So, <laughs> let me get yes. in on this. So, Prosade, she used Prosade on her um, partner's eyebrows. It takes about 10 minutes for them to start to start drying. It takes a really long oh. time. Yeah, that product takes a really long time to dry. And it has to go clear before it, like, is dry. So yeah, it was wow. it's a it's a lot. Prosade's a lot. Is it like a powdered glue? It no, it's it's like a liquid, and you apply it, and then it hardens. It's used in st- in prosthetics mainly, but um, we oh. use Prosade to cover our brows if we're going to have a really long day in drag because it lasts longer. It doesn't crack. It yeah, it's quite flexible. Okay, so she knew what she was doing. Absolutely. Professional. And it was also just like mind games, right? The others trying to kind of psych her out and make her feel. 100%. Which, who knows if it worked. Also, Art flew um, Craft over to Melbourne just before the bubble closed again to do like a photo shoot for Instagram, which was really cool. It's fabulous. And, um... And because she couldn't fly um, thongs or jandals, as we call them, um, thongs, jandals over to New Zealand, they were made out of foam 
and um, and applied by um, her friend Tamara Clare, who's done a lot of her costumes. So they're super so lightweight. Cool. Yeah, those. Yeah. So she bought it all and made it there on yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, so, so it could fit any wow. skin. Wow, I think that's genius. Wow, that is really smart. Yeah, really, really smart. And great way of saving space. I really want to know how many suitcases RuPaul had bought over to New Zealand. I'm dying to know. Someone um, tell me. <laughs> so all I know is the contestants were allowed to take three and um, two boxes mm. to be sent over. Ah. So five in total. Yeah. Yeah. But three suitcases and um, two, two, um, two boxes to be sent by post. Yeah, that's all I know. And then what about the queens that live in Auckland? Three. I guess they could just bring cases, the same. Or five three and two, cases. Three and two. Yeah, three and two, but wow. five cases, let's face it. Yeah, that's crazy. Right, we get to the runway, and Rue looks incredible in her sheepskin Leotard, someone said to me that it was like an Ugg boot reference. Yes, I see that. Yeah, I thought she looked so good. She looks hot. Yeah, probably the best. I think that's my favourite look of hers from this season. Yeah. Yeah, she looked like a woman Subway rapping the other week. <laughs> she actually did. Oh, anything better than that <laughs> is great. I liked last week, but it was absolutely Subway fresh, everyone. It was. <laughs> There's also something that Raven is doing with her face or she's, like, really pulling her face back because her eyes seemed she's she's lessened, she's lessened the amount of makeup under her eyes. I think it's a smart yeah, move that's right. made her look younger. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I mean, brighter almost under the eyes. Yeah. I mean, when you're pushing 60, it must be hard to be competing with queens that are 22 years old, you know? Yeah. And still being the best in the world. Well, not if you're fighting. Yeah, that's so true. There's a l- <laughs> Oh, the fracking of it all. Oh, what a fracking What a fracking good time. Keita is first to um, hit the runway with Fetamine. They are having the best time. At times it was hard to tell who was who. Yeah, actually, there was a reveal. (laughs) There was a reveal. And just Fetamine having the best time. So gorgeous to watch. So, so happy. Fetamine felt beautiful and you could feel that radiating through. Totally. Then we see Electra down the runway and her, like, alien glam, I guess. Um, It looks like Miss Fame rip off. Oh, oh. (laughs) It was very similar, but not the same. Intergalactic intergalactic couture is what we call it. Yes. I liked the purple face. 
And I agree that it was an easy way to make a resemblance um, yes. when you have no idea who is is going to be your teammate. Um, also, Maxi. Oh, yeah, Maxi. No, no, say, tell us, tell us. That, uh, as much as I love Electra, her skill is still being formed, putting it nicely. Mm. So... Yeah. Her makeup, but her makeup wasn't bad. No, I don't think it was bad. And I, the judges yeah, were going on about it. Yeah, the judges were going on about yeah. it. I was like, it's not that bad. It actually, it, you'd be able to pass for that. Like, if you had to do a, a makeup gig, yeah. you'd be able to just get away with doing that. It's fine. Like, Scarlet's was definitely worse than Electra's. I think Scarlet's, well, it wasn't worse. I just think because it was a harder surface to work on and also <laughs> the age difference. I love it. But in certain lights, in certain lights, when when Scarlett's partner walked down the runway, she looked like Scarlett, but like 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love them. So Maxie, we see down the runway and the great outfit she just posted before that it was inspired by Beth Ditto which I thought was a really cool reference. Loved the bright colours. Yeah. I didn't notice the imperfections until Michelle pointed it out later. Um, um, but it was when, just... When she went on about the wig under the turban, I was like, um, there's same coloured hair made out of lycra. Like, hello. They don't get our drag that I've noticed. They don't get our mm. camp drag. What makes you say that? Because the both pointed out on, you know, um, Michelle wanted to see a wig underneath the turbans, but there was already hair made out of fabric under the turbans in the same colour. Maybe mm, if the maybe yeah. maybe if the green had pink hair and the pink had green hair, it would have made more sense. Mm. Yeah, that would have been cool. I liked Maxie's outfit, um, but not for this challenge. I think mm. um, they were right in saying, like, Rue wanted to see the big titties. Like, when you think of Maxie, you think of these massive tits and a big, like, round wig. Mm. Like, her look is already done for her. She didn't have to think that hard outside the box, and I think it hurt her. Yeah, totally. Mm. I mean, the titties, if, if Maxie had, like, a high neck on – in the same fabric and then the partner had the big titties on and like the capri pants and the halter neck in the same fabric that would have worked a lot better. Mm, yeah. But oh, I loved her partner. Just, <laughs> I love all of them. So there's only one pair of rubber tits. There's not two. So that would have been really hard. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So then we get Art and Craft, Simone, coming down the <laughs> runway in their Priscilla-inspired outfits. Yes. Um, fabulous. Yeah, really cool. And the outfits were good. Yeah. It's it's so – Art tweeted this morning that um, the brief that they were given wasn't family resemblance. It was bring an outfit that represents your drag family. 
Yeah. And so that's why she did the Priscilla looks because that's a big thing that they do um, in her drag family. Um, her drag family run uh, Broken Heel, which is a Broken uh, broken Heel festival in Broken Hill every year. And it's a Priscilla homage. So it wasn't necessarily like a resemblance between art and craft, but it was still a family. It was, it was, a, it was a family yeah, if it's going to be family resemblance, not everyone in the family has to look exactly the same. Yeah, and honestly, they looked so good that, like, it really didn't matter that much, I don't think. They looked so good. They did look so good. Right? They looked amazing. So then we get Scarlet and Sapphire. Scarlet um, wants the judges to know that she's made the outfit from scratch, but like Jason pointed out when we were watching, how would they know that, like, until you're talking to them? Yeah. It was good. I, it, it was on. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't falling off. I mean, the the proportions were a little bit off, but yes. I guess that's what happens when you, when you pre-cut. Right. Oh, I see. Because for me, it was, I was like, you made this full outfit amazing. Like, yeah. So talented, but... That guy had such massive shoulders and then mm. it just looked like an upside-down triangle almost. Yeah. I was just like, if you're making this from scratch, why don't you make something that is going to, like, make him look more feminine? If that's – because she's so feminine. I, yeah. I would have um, added a boa on mm. her, on Miss Georgelina, um, just because – of the shoulders, and that's what I do on me as well. It's like I've got broad shoulders, but I'm a larger person. But I also like to feminize myself. So take the take the feather, take a boa, put it around you. I mean, that's what they needed was a little bit more. Yeah, up the top, love that. And then we see Karen from finance and Debbie from reception. They're basically twins. Yeah, I thought it was a split screen for a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Karen did a really good job. I think that she could have lost the glasses, but um, she looked incredible. And they both they both did. Yeah, they really did. I love the I, pink wigs. I would have liked a bit of more volume on uh, Debbie, but that's okay. That's just that's one little critique. Yeah. I would love to join that office. Like, if Karen gave me a, <laughs> uh, someone from something, I would be so stoked. Yeah. Karen from finance, Debbie from reception, and... Molly. Molly Mocatino. from the cafe. <laughs> yeah. Molly I love that you're pushing this Molly Mocchino. <laughs> Stop trying to make Molly Mocchino happen. Um, Henrietta from HR. Down the runway. <laughs> <laughs> no, it needs to be like something like uh, Kevin from Casual. I don't know. Oh yeah, accounts. Robin Eddie from, from accounts. Uh, oh, it's the same thing as finance, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Karen from finance and Annie from accounts. They're rivals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one Chanel and one Supre. <laughs> 
So Kida, they we get to the critiques. Kida, they say she turned it out. They loved the makeup. Romance on the runway, as Jason's written here. It was cute to hear, um, like we said earlier, the partners talking about each other. And what a fun thing to do together. Yeah. And did they hook up and drag afterwards? I think uh, yes. Uh, that's a Kai Kai, right? Kai Kai, yeah. Yeah, that's a Kai Kai. <laughs> I love it. Electra, um, Michelle thinks that Electra didn't do a great job on the makeup on her partner. Um, but Reese disagrees with Michelle, which was fun to see a little bit of a differing opinion on the panel. Yes, they've been very um in agreement this whole time. Yeah. I love Reese and Michelle's relationship. Me too. Oh, I'm like about to have a like coughing. It is all falling apart here today. So Maxie, they say the looks were unfinished. There wasn't really a story, um, and Rue was really glad that he shaved his beard and that he got to see his beautiful face. I did notice in the NZ Falcons Instagram story that the beard is back. Um, but- oh, the beard's back in bullshit than ever. <laughs> 12 years of growing, of growth. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. Good on you, mate. Good on you. So then we see arts. I would have kept it. You would have kept it? Yeah, I would have kept it and glitted it up and made it really camp and fun. Do you think the judges would have read that, though? Yeah, absolutely. But they can get fun. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know what? I think it. I'm just going to go for a segue for a minute. Yeah. That's auntiedonna.com. Um, <laughs> I I just think um, if I ever did it, I would be too lippy towards them back. I would be like, um, excuse me. But, you know, in your head, I I think I'd be like that. I'd be thinking it in my head but not saying it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be, like, so confronting looking Rue in the eye. Yeah, just be like, frack. Well, What's the frack, Rue? <laughs> What's the frack? <laughs> I think um, uh, Maxie said it best when she said, you know, you go, you think, oh, the Olympics, people say the Olympics of drag, and Maxie was like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, the Olympics of drag, ha, ha, ha. But she was like, but fuck, it was hard. Yeah. So, yeah, so, and and for Maxie to say that, considering she is a well-rounded queen and does a lot of this as her job, it, it must be really fucking hard. Yeah, I was um, thinking when at the end when Maxie got teary that it's just like you'd yeah. be so exhausted by that point and yeah. having to yeah. lip sync twice in a row, like, it's just huge emotionally and mentally as well, I'm sure. Yeah. It seems it. But also there were rumours that that online that in the last season of UK, someone like left and told RuPaul to go fuck himself and that never happened on screen. So they probably wouldn't keep it in if you were lippy anyway, which sucks. I think a lot of it is manufactured for story. Mm. That's all I'm going to say about that. Mm. <laughs> so they said to Art yeah. there wasn't really a family resemblance, um, but they do look amazing and that Craft looks like a real woman and so gorgeous on her. <laughs> if a real woman, <laughs> if a real woman made out of 
paper. <laughs> Scarlett, they say they feel like she paid more attention to herself than her partner. Uh, and Brad says that he's super proud of his boyfriend on the runway. And that was really I cute. could have broke down in tears right then and there watching two rugby players in drag on national television. In New Zealand. In love. Yeah, that is oh, crazy. Bless. So bless. Um, and then to Karen, they say that the glasses are too big and it blocked their faces. Um, so you couldn't really tell what her huh? partner looked like in drag. Oh, yeah. You cut out. Oh. <laughs> we were just saying that you couldn't tell what... Um, Karen's partner looked like from behind the glasses, like, as you mentioned as well, you would maybe have yeah. to not be there. Yeah, I just think we would have seen it. Well, she did paint a beautiful face, mm. but you didn't see it. Totally. It was covered in the glasses. Yeah. The glasses are quite signature Karen, though, as well. So it's kind of a catch-22 when you're trying mm. to... Represent your drag family. Yeah. Crazy. So then it's, we get... Um, sorry, I was just thinking in in my head and out loud at the same time. And it kind of just went into a brain fart. <laughs> and you can go to auntiedonna.com to learn more. <laughs> <laughs> auntiedonna.com. And again, it's auntiedonna.com. <laughs> So then we, <laughs> then we get untucked. The queens are all really proud of their partners. Keita says that she, well, Keita, they think, is in the top. Karen also thought she was going to be in the top, which I was like, really? I mean, I guess. But Rue is really hard on Karen. I, uh, I think that she's yeah. delusional. Yeah. Art um, is worried that she kind of misunderstood the challenge. Um, and Electra thinks that there's a bottom four, but isn't really sure who it would be that would be going up for elimination. And it really was anyone's, I guess, challenge to lose at that point. Um, yeah. Then we hear from the judges. They were raving about Keita's makeup. And Reese says that it's her his favourite thing to watch, like, a queen go from strength to strength each week and listen. Um, and that was just really exciting because it's even more like Keita is here. She is a contender. Team Keita all yeah. the way. She uh, is, yeah. Team New Zealand, Team Keita. So proud of her. So, so proud of her. Go the All Blacks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <Hey>, Modi Ora! <laughs> About Electra, they say she's learning. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> she, sorry. Learning. She's, she's learning. The fact this says, oh, she's learning is getting tired for Rue. Yeah, so Rue is just like watching her learn on the job and that's been getting her through. It's like that's enough. Everyone's like, oh, well, she's still learning. So yeah. we'll put her through another week. But now it's getting to the point where she, it's like, this is not the time to learn anymore. Yeah. Like you, you need to know. Yeah. And that's what's good about Keita's game is because she's figured it out now. Yeah. And, and she'll just keep growing. But Electra's still like. 
Rue says she's waiting. She's ready for Electra to arrive. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maxie, like we said earlier, Rue wanted to see the trademark titties. Um, Art, they said they didn't. <laughs> they didn't look alike, but they did look gorgeous. Uh, Scarlet didn't know how to do Sapphire, um, and she still basically looked like a rugby player. And Karen, um, they feel like she had more confidence in herself this week, which they love to see. So still really no clue there as to who was going to be in the bottom two. I mean, it could have been a few of them for sure. So then we hear Art is safe, Karen is safe, Kita wins her first maxi challenge, which was so exciting. I saw Instagram stories of people having watch parties and just like cheering when Kita won, which is like so cool. Yeah. It really is like our sport. Um, Maxie's up for elimination, Electra is safe, and Scarlett is up for elimination. Dun dun dun. Um, the song is Better the Devil You Know by Kylie Minogue. Banger. Such a good song. Such a good song. Um, and we see Scarlett get saved and Maxie is God eliminated. God. Yeah. What did you think of the lip sync itself? I I like it was very exciting. Um I enjoyed Scarlett doing mm. her little burlesque performance because she was stripping at the same time she was performing. And the song finished a little bit abruptly for me. All right, so then we <laughs> we'd see for next week. Raven is a guest. We've been waiting for it. Yeah. So exciting! The queens would be so excited to see her. I'd be so pumped if Raven was anywhere near me. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, the the challenge is a talent show, which is going to be interesting to see who does what. I'm sure maybe Scarlett and Electra will both do dances. Oh, yes, and there'll so, be a big dance-off between them and then they'll go up for elimination and then... I, Electra might send Scarlett home. Whoa. Who okay, knows? you guys have just ruined the episode. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. The NDA, no. <laughs> and then they get asked, that age-old question, who do you think you should, who do you think should go home and why, which is always dramatic. We love to see it. I wish that they did the, what would you say to your four-year-old self instead of that question? Because oh, I love that's... it when everyone starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's always cute and see And hearing the real, like, the out of drag names is like so interesting. So random. Yeah. yeah, it's always like, what? What would you say to four year old Shay? Uh, crying. Um, and lots of trauma, which was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually say go to antigonna.com and buy the domain before anyone else can. <laughs> Great advice, great advice. AuntieDonna.com is the gift that keeps on giving. Right, (laughs) now we need to give out our award for this week. The highly coveted Natalie Imbruglia Torn Award. Who are we torn between? Who is going to be the top 
four. <gasps> oh, I think Kita. Yep. Um. Oh. See, nothing's oh, fine. Kita, I'm torn. Just Kita. Kita, Art. Yes, Karen. Karen. I really think Electra might be top four. I'm putting Electra. I'm putting Electra in there. Yeah, that um, was crazy. Yeah, but thank you, Nelly and Brulia, for uh, gifting us that award. So that basically just goes to Keita. You haven't asked me what yeah. I, you <laughs> haven't asked me who I think should be top four. Okay, who do you think should be top four, Molly? <laughs> Mochaccino? Ah, I think top four should be Jojo, Coco, et cetera, and Anita. <laughs> Uh, oh, fair. me too. That would be a great top four. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us and imparting your wisdom upon us once again, oh. Felicity. We it's actually Molly. Can't wait. Molly, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Molly, Donna. <laughs> so many names. <laughs> Annie from accounts. Annie from accounts. <laughs> we will be back next week. Um, to do this all again. Thank you to Ending HIV mm. for sponsoring these wild episodes. Yeah, Honestly, this, is- <laughs> this is wild time. Well, thank you guys so, so much for having me. I love you guys. Oh, we love we you. Love we you miss too. you. I miss you guys too. <laughs> Follow Felicity at Felicity Frock. <laughs> hey, good luck at your next rugby match, Felicity. Yeah, and remember, no Ford passes. I know. Always the back one. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.